This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Do you have a point of sale system you can trust or is it <clears throat> a real POS? You need Shopify for retail. From accepting payments to managing inventory, Shopify POS has everything you need to sell in person. Go to shopify.com slash system, all lowercase, to take your retail business to the next level today. That's shopify.com slash system. What do you, would you want to do? What's your 2024 agenda? Because I feel like we live in such crazy times that that is one of the things I feel we hear less about. Look, the 2020 agenda is to finish the job. Ah, yes. The baby is currently being held underwater in the bassinet, and he wants to stick around to finish the job. Also, Carville, James Carville, is threatening Chicago and the world with uh, epic-scale mob violence because they hate the Jews. The Democrat Party is not for you if you're Jewish or if you're an American or, or if you're straight or if you're a white male or if you like the United States and the Constitution and the Bill of Rights. The Democrat Party is not for you. If you think that the police are on your side, then, you know, at least on the side of civilization, then uh, the Democrat Party is not for you. If you think the U.S. military shouldn't be all transgender, it's a narrowing... uh, there we go. But let's get back to Lunch Bucket Joe because he was in New York yesterday and they, he was being fluffed by NBC, the network, and propped up. And he was reading his answers, squinting and leaning over and trying to read the teleprompter. And even then he lost track of what was going on. But then uh, Seth Meyers went out with Joe Biden to get ice cream because that's what you do with a mildly mentally impaired five-year-old when he's in your custody. And so that's what NBC did with Joe Biden going to an ice cream shop. And Joe Biden's got this like vanilla ice cream and a sugar cone and he's holding it up in front of his face like it's a microphone and he's looking confused and hunched over and 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 somebody asked him a question at the ice cream store. It's the only chance they've had in years. And and he babbled something about a peace deal because uh, that's where you always make announcements about peace deals in the war between Israel and Hamas, Israel and radical Islam, Israel and Iran. Uh, is with an ice cream cone in your hand at an ice cream shop with a, a failed comedian standing next to you. And it sounded, and that's, hey, look, did he just announce there's a peace deal coming in the Middle East? What kind of idiot? I got to tell you, it sounded like this. Can you give us a sense of when you think that ceasefire will start? Well, I hope by the, the beginning of the weekend. I mean, the end of the weekend. What? At least my, my, my national security advisor tells me that we're close. We're close. It's not done yet. And my hope is by next Monday, we'll have a ceasefire. Yeah, Jake Sullivan, the always dynamic Jake Sullivan, who uh, is as milk toast as any person anywhere ever, and the idea that he's the American national security advisor. Uh, And that's Joe Biden saying, oh, yeah, we're going to have a uh, peace deal. This is how the world finds out that the United States in the middle of, oh, yeah, by this weekend or the end of this week or the beginning of this weekend and Jake Sullivan and, and a peace deal in the Middle East, um, the important thing is that nobody believes him because he's asked at an ice cream shop uh, with an ice cream cone in his hand 
and he babbled something confused and incoherent, but that's okay because he's got the media at his back, at his beck and call. Just amazing stuff. Um, you know, President Trump got three peace deals in the Middle East and his, and his son-in-law, uh, who they hate, they despise. You know, they despise the police and uh, Donald Trump uh, for um, being against the bad guys. Really, that's uh, kind of the amazing thing, isn't it? And uh, Jared Kushner with three peace deals between Israel and Arab nations. Um, and honestly, the media is just completely ignoring what Joe Biden said at the ice cream shop because nobody takes him seriously. He, um, he's a joke. That's the thing. And you know who knows he's a joke? Vladimir Putin. And that's why Vladimir Putin has repeatedly endorsed Joe Biden for the presidency of the United States, because Putin knows that he can just roll right over Joe Biden any day of the week. Pretty amazing stuff. Now, Al Jazeera in the Middle East, Al Jazeera means the peninsula, refers to the Saudi peninsula, the Saudi peninsula. Uh, Biden hopes for a ceasefire between Israel Hamas in Gaza by Monday. They have the story. And they got the video of him with ice cream. And there's Seth Meyers with ice cream. We are, we are closer to being the Soviet Union than ever before. Biden's comments come as negotiations to end Israel's devastating war on Gaza. Is that what's going on? Appear to gather pace, Al Jazeera is reporting. United States President Joe Biden says he hopes to have a ceasefire in Israel's war on Gaza, something like that, by next Monday, he said at an ice cream store with Seth Meyers, because they're a bunch of idiots. These people are a bunch of, the Biden administration are a bunch of idiots. Their Secretary of State is an idiot. Their National Security Advisor is a complete joke. He's as much of a sock puppet as, uh, 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 just, uh, just amazing stuff. You bet your bottom dollar. The Guardian in the UK has Hamas and Israel pour cold water. And let me, Hamas and Israel, both parties, pour cold water on Biden's hopes of imminent ceasefire. <laughs> the Washington Post has a fluffy story. Biden hails ceasefire developments, but, but Hamas, Israel, downplay progress. So, Again, he shouldn't have made any kind of an idiot, off-the-cuff idiot announcement at an ice cream store with Seth Meyers standing there with ice creams in their hands. And, you know, then the real news media, not found in the United States, Hamas and Israel pour cold water on Biden's hopes of imminent ceasefire. President's remarks in an ice cream store that there could be a truce by Monday are, quote, premature, end quote, says political head of Hamas in Gaza. They haven't killed all the Jews yet. So there's, uh, there's Joe Biden and ice cream diplomacy. What a maroon. Uh, even Jake Tapper, former Democrat Party Capitol Hill staffer on CNN. You think he'll get a $24.5 million buyout at the end of the day? Uh, Jake Tapper, uh, after they played the little ice cream moment. His hope is that by next Monday there'll be a ceasefire. CNN's MJ Lee is at the White House for us. And CNN's chief national security correspondent, Alex Marquardt, is also here. MJ, that's a big announcement from the president uh, to be given in an ice cream shop. Yeah, that's because it wasn't uh, a legitimate announcement. It was pulled direct directly out of his dark and remote uh, region. 
Now, also on CNN, James Carville, the raging Cajun, a complete mental case, has been for years. That's why the left loves him. Um, James Carville was on CNN talking about, hey, uh, you know, uh, uh, peace in the Middle East. Donald Trump was getting peace in the Middle East all over the place. Joe Biden, war in the Middle East. Now, how far into this, uh, I mean, honestly. And uh, how about we're two years now, more than two years into the Ukraine war? Uh, where's the peace agreement there? Where's the, now just keep sending tens of billions and let's send missiles and let's get a lot more people killed and keep this thing going. But James Carville on CNN said, well, you know, there, there better be, uh, better be a, uh, a peace deal by the time the convention, the Democrat convention happens in the southern in the summertime. Otherwise, uh, violent mobs of criminals known as Democrats are going to burn the city of Chicago to the ground. This issue yeah. deep, and I think it's a lot deeper <clears throat> than just progressive advocates or young people or college campuses. Uh, I hope the president can get some kind of ceasefire and take this off the front burner because, frankly, it's it, it's damaged politically is pretty substantial. And if we get to Chicago at the convention. And this thing is still going on. I don't want to think about what's going to happen there. I don't want to think about what's going to happen. Give me a keep, but he's flapping his elbows like this, walking along. I'm telling you, um, uh, the the Democrats are a violent criminal mob, and what he was promising there was 1968-style rioting and violence in the city of Chicago for the Democratic Convention, if. Hamas isn't rewarded by the left in the United States. And I I shared this kind of remarkable story with you a couple of days ago. I was reading about the 1972 Black September uh, Palestinian terrorist group attacking the Israeli athletes at the Munich Olympic Village and murdering all those people and hostages and the usual stuff that they do and that they've always done since the days of the pirates. Um, And the... The Black September Palestinian terrorists demanded the release of well, like 230 uh, prisoners in Israeli prisons because they're terrorists and they committed violent crimes. And they demanded the release of the two leaders of a radical left-wing extremist group in Germany, the Bader-Meinhof gang, and Bader and Meinhof were in prison in Germany, and the jihadis demanded the release of the two left-wing terrorists as well. And we see that that red, green, the red communist left wingers, green Islamist coalition lives on to this day, right? Because uh, they love death more than we love life. And and uh, uh, Carville, and his, I don't even want to know what's going to happen. He's going to go. It's going to be violent. And, and that's a fact. Because they are a violent criminal party that is pro-Hamas. Pretty crazy stuff, I've got to say. And they are terrified um, because Biden is all in, all in all kinds of trouble right now in the polls. The radical left-wing extremists at Axios, who will loot your local Walgreens, have the headline, Biden is barely beating Trump among young voters. And they're in a panic about this. Gen Z and millennial voters were key to Biden's 2020 victory. 
turning out in huge numbers and favoring him by 20 points in 2020 after the CIA and our intelligence community corrupted our 2020 presidential election like we're the third world country that they are targeting because we are. And uh, that was the Pew Research Center said that um, the Gen Z and millennials beat uh, voted for uh, Biden over Trump by 20 points. But new polls show Biden's staunch support for Israel hurting him with younger voters. Biden got 52% to Trump's 48% in a new Axios Generation Lab survey of voters between the ages of 18 and 34. So you may have noticed that's now a four-point spread. That's pretty much within the margin of error, not a 20-point spread, which is not what the Democrats want. So they might have to have some riots and, you know, they should burn some synagogues. They've attacked more than 300 Catholic churches in the United States, the left has, since the Roe v. Wade uh, decision in the Supreme Court was leaked by a Democrat working for a Democrat appointee in the Supreme Court. And we still haven't found out who that is. Isn't that amazing? The FBI has been busy uh, hunting down everyone that was in Washington on January 6th by their phone records and, and so on. But uh, they can't get the phone records of the clerks working for Democrats like Sonia Sotomayor at the Supreme Court so we could find out uh, who led to, remember, a would-be assassin showed up at Brett Kavanaugh's house with a gun and uh, several loaded magazines and kidnapping tools and burglary tools, was planning on murdering three Supreme Court justices, and still we haven't found out the name of the young left-wing rich girl woman uh, interning for Sonia Sotomayor in the Supreme Court that leaked this And they know the reporter that it was leaked to. All they have to do is check his cell phone records, his emails. They'll find the clerk in the Supreme Court like that. Like that, I tell you. So they're furious about that. The Democrats are 49% of 18 to 29-year-olds supported Trump in the new poll compared with 43% for Biden in December New York Times-Siena College poll. So I'm sorry, Trump with 49%? and Biden with 43%, they're panicking. They're going to have to, you know, dress up like women and self-immolate. Maybe at the Supreme Court, maybe at the Israeli embassy, wherever they go. They also have trouble with the African-American vote. And Howard University found out about, about that, too, in their poll. Now they're in trouble with black voters. They're in trouble with young voters. Next thing you know, they're going to they're going to lose the self-immolating suicide attacking terrorist mob violence Democrats, then they'll really be in trouble. Isn't that amazing? Wah wah wah. They're dangerous these people. And I've got more uh, James Carville warned Chicago Better be peace in the Middle East or the Democrats are going to burn Chicago down again. Democrats need to quit bedwetting. My wife's already changed me to rubber sheets. (laughs) Hey, it's Chris Plant. Excited to tell you about our July 2024 Listener Sea Cruise. We'll be sailing around the British Isles, visiting Scotland and Ireland. Please join us. Visit ChrisPlantCruise.com. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices 
down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, how to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, how to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Now, this is uh, this might cause rioting and looting by the Democrats, these new poll numbers, because they're they are terrified um, and they're violent. And James Carville warning of violence. Again, Donald Trump had Newsweek magazine has a higher approval rating among young voters, higher approval rating Donald Trump among young voters than any other age demographic, according to a new poll from Harvard Harris. Survey finds more than 70, excuse me, 57%, little dyslexia, 57% approved of the job Republican President Donald Trump did as president, 41% saying they disapproved. So that is 57% approval for Donald Trump with young voters. And it's not just the Gen Z thing, it's more than that. The... uh, the results of the poll show 64% of voters Gen Z, 18 to 24, approve of Trump. How about that? Isn't that great? The age range of this demographic means some respondents were children during Trump's time in office. Amazing stuff. How can this be? Well, it is. So Democrats are just going to have to riot and loot and get over it or not, as the case may be. The age group, the second highest approval rating of Donald Trump's presidency in the Harvard-Harris poll, is the age group 55 to 64, where 60% approved, followed by those aged 25 to 34 and 35 to 44, so really 25 to 44, with an approval rating of 58%, 58%. This is terror to the Democrats. Also, another poll shows that, and this is Howard University and HBCU in Washington, D.C., where Kamala went to college. But never mind that. President Joe Biden, who received 94% of the black vote in the state of Michigan, today is the Michigan primary, in 2020, 94% of the vote. He now has 49% of the black vote in Michigan. That went from 94 to 49%. President Trump's support among black voters in in Michigan has, it's now at 26%, but that's three times what it was in 2020. Because everybody sees that the Democrats ruin everything. They're destroying the world. Know what I'm saying? See what I'm saying? See what I'm saying? AOC says any claim that there is a border crisis is a hoax. Sure and says illegal aliens coming into the country, great for the economy, cleaning her toilet. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Do you have a point of sale system you can trust or is it a real POS? You need Shopify for retail. From accepting payments to managing inventory, Shopify POS has everything you need to sell in person. Go to shopify.com slash system, all lowercase, to take your retail business to the next level today. That's shopify.com slash system. Also, the plot to assassinate Tucker Carlson. The plot to assassinate Tucker Carlson 
which um, Tucker Carlson was in Russia to interview Vlad the Impaler Putin. And a Ukrainian man has been arrested, and he claims that he was contracted, hired by Ukrainian intelligence to plant a bomb under the car of Tucker Carlson and blow him up while he was in Russia, right? Vasily Petrov. And uh, he testifies on video to this, and he says, you know, he's born in 1988. He tells his whole personal story in video, um, and and he's he's on the record here saying what what he was contracted to do and by whom, uh, and the the American news media doesn't care. They wish that Tucker Carlson was killed because because they're not liberals; they're left wingers, and that's completely different. Vasily Petrov Alexievich. Uh, a Ukrainian who was arrested in Russia, in Moscow, and he has now been accused, and he claims that he was paid by Ukrainian intelligence to plant a bomb, an explosive device, underneath Tucker Carlson's car and assassinate the prominent American journalist while he was there to interview Vladimir Putin. The man claims that he was promised $4,000 to kill Tucker Carlson. See, you know, if you're Ukrainian that wants to kill people, you should move to Chicago. In Chicago, you get $10,000 for killing somebody, you know, as a Ukrainian hitman. But uh, what do I know about that? So we got that going for us. Now, the fake news media left wing, Daily Dot, oh, sketchy claim Ukraine tried to assassinate Tucker Carlson in Moscow, originated on pro-Russian blog. The guy is here testifying on video, Vasily Petrov Alexevich, and um, and here he is on video. In fact, I've got I've got uh, audio. Now I don't speak Ukrainian, but here he is being interrogated by uh, police in Moscow. Vasily And what's he talking about here? This is crazy. He's from Podolsk. And uh, he was recruited in uh, last year, in 2023. He was recruited by Ukrainian intelligence, the GUR. Right? And uh, through a network, he was... He was trained to work with special communications, assembling explosive devices, collecting from secret stashes, and he was uh, then sent to pick up an explosive device and use it to blow up a car. What were you promised, he said? I was promised $4,000. Oh, he's American dollars. Where'd you get this explosive device? Well, the underground, you're going to plant it in the underground parking garage. The explosive device from the secret stash. And uh, he's being asked, well, you say, well, you know, not much was explained, he says, but, you know, who was the target? The target was American journalist Tucker Carlson, he says. What went wrong? Why didn't you do it? I was arrested during the preparation stage in Moscow. Now, he says that Ukrainian intelligence contracted him to kill Tucker Carlson. Why would they do that? He was going to interview. You remember how angry the left was in the United States that Tucker Carlson was going to interview, and then he did interview Vlad the Impaler Putin, because while they interviewed Russian leaders all the time, and they interviewed Saddam Hussein when we're at war with him and all that, you know, the American news media, never mind that. So Tucker Carlson in Russia, the Economic Times, 
failed plot to kill American anchor ahead of Putin interview. Now, the left in the United States was very angry about this interview. And if you take this man at his word, he looks sincere in the videotape. Uh, I was just watching it again. And American Tucker, uh, American journalist Tucker Carlson was in Moscow earlier in February 2024 for an interview with Russian President Vladimir Putin. According to Putin's press secretary, Dmitry Peskov, the interview occurred February 6th. A new report claims that a native Russian has been arrested for the attempted assassination of Tucker Carlson. Uh, a Russian native, Vasily Pyotr Alexandrovich, uh, revealed his plot against Tucker Carlson. He said that Ukraine's main directorate of intelligence offered to pay him $4,000 for the task. Alexievich claims that initially he was unaware of the target, but now he knows it was Tucker Carlson. Okay, so we got that going on. And here's the guy on camera and by name with his date of birth and he's testifying and it's a police interrogation, apparently, the video that's been released. Also know that it was Ukrainian intelligence uh, day before yesterday. I shared it with you yesterday. Ukrainian intelligence said that the political opposition leader that died in the gulag north of the Arctic Circle and, uh, and Putin killed him. And uh, Ukrainian intelligence said, oh, no, he uh, died, Alexei died of uh, natural causes. It was natural causes, comrade. Yeah, natural causes uh, of being in a Russian gulag north of the Arctic Circle and being brutalized until you die. Now, when I saw this yesterday, uh, a friend shared it with me, and I said, oh, well, isn't that interesting? That's kind of strange, isn't it? Is that completely outside the bounds of, of uh, reality? Not at all. Not at all is the correct answer to that. Putin has killed lots of journalists in Russia. They fall out of windows in tall buildings. They, they get shot in the lobby. Nice woman shot in the lobby of her hotel, uh, of her apartment building, rather, in Moscow. Because she wrote stories that were critical of, uh, of Putin. But never mind that. Uh, there is another dimension to this, however. Um, because when a friend shared it with me yesterday, I said, well, wait a minute. If Ukrainian intelligence sent this guy to kill Tucker Carlson, Ukrainian intelligence, right? who's running Ukrainian intelligence right now? Well, the Biden administration and the United States of America providing tens of billions of dollars hand over fist to Ukraine for weapons, for war, for all this madness. The left and the Democrats in the United States furious with Tucker Carlson. They hate everybody but they hate Tucker Carlson more than they hate most people. And uh, here's another crazy story that came out of Ukraine and out of Russia as well, but the Ukrainian edition of Pravda. You know, it's a uh, it's like the old Soviet tradition. Uh, day before yesterday. Now, we didn't learn about this Tucker Carlson plot until yesterday, until the 26th. But on Sunday, the 25th, Ukrainian Pravda published a story CIA maintains 12 secret bases in Ukraine, comma, CIA head was in Kiev last week, according to the New York Times. You see, the I can't get through the New York Times paywall because they want me to pay, and I won't do that, of course. But Pravda read the New York Times in Ukraine. 
The U.S. Central Intelligence Agency maintains 12 secret bases in Ukraine along the border with Russia. And last Thursday, CIA Chief William Burns made his 10th secret visit to Ukraine since the start of Russia's full-scale invasion. The New York Times published this information based on more than 200 interviews, they said, with current and former officials in Ukraine, the United States, and Europe. The New York Times reports that before the full-scale war, the Ukrainians proved themselves to the Americans by collecting intercepted data that helped prove Russian involvement in the downing of the Malaysian airliner in 2014. Oh, how convenient. How many years later was that? Around 2016, the CIA began training elite Ukrainian special forces unit known as Unit 2245, which captured Russian drones and communications equipment so that CIA technicians could reverse engineer them and crack Moscow's encryption system. So you see the CIA, the American CIA under Joe Biden, which is run by people that corrupt our own presidential elections here in the United States, and they, you know, the Democrats promote people like penitentiary face Brennan, who is, as you know, a Communist Party voter. So according to the New York Times, one of the officers in this unit, current head of defense intelligence, and I talked about him yesterday, Kirillo Budinov, like Boris Badinov, but he's Budinov, and uh, he uh, uh, lashes uh, women to train tracks and things like that. So Budinov was quoted yesterday. I quoted him here yesterday. He's the one who's saying that uh, the poor, poor um, opposition leader die of natural causes. He die of natural causes. So they're in bed with the CIA up the yin-yang, right? They're getting all their money from the CIA. And the CIA has 12 bases in there. And the CIA director is in and out of there 10 times in the last two years. And then Ukrainian intelligence, according to a, a person arrested in Moscow, sent this guy to Moscow to kill Tucker Carlson by blowing up his car. So the question has to be asked, and I've got to say, when I first saw it, even before I went back to the CIA supports Ukraine stories, um, I said, wow, do you think maybe the U.S. government under Joe Biden was involved in any way, on any level, with a plot to kill Tucker Carlson in Moscow? Huh. Interesting. The Kiev Post how the CIA supports Ukraine, and vice versa, is the headline in the Kiev Post. And they, too, citing the New York Times, the CIA built a series of secret listening posts in Ukraine to track Russian troop, troop movements, air and missile attacks. And, and then, isn't that strange? A guy is arrested in Moscow. He says he was promised $4,000 to plant a bomb, which was made available to him, under Tucker Carlson's car, to blow him up before he does the interview with Putin. He's got all kinds of details. He's on camera talking about it. Our news media is not a legitimate news media anymore. That's a tragic truth, but it's a truth nonetheless. Extraordinary stuff. And it reminds me of uh, the movie Scarface, right? It was Scarface, right? Where uh, Tony Montana was supposed to blow up the enemy of Senor Sosa, before he made his way to the United Nations to uh, blow the lid off of the drug cartels in Colombia. And Senor Sosa sent Tony Montana to get the job done, and Tony wouldn't blow him up on his way to the United Nations because he had kids in the car, right? And uh, so 
It was a fun scene in Scarface. Fun movie, too. But it kind of sounds like that. And what did the CIA know, and when did the CIA know it? Are you going to shoot down this guy's story? Because he's on camera telling it, it looks like in a police interview in Moscow. Um, mm -mm -mm. And, you know, what kind of people are we talking about here? Another headline from the Economic Times. Putin killed my husband because he couldn't break him, Alexei Navalny's wife, right? So Alexei Navalny, he's killed by, by Putin, thrown into a gulag and then killed by Putin. And, and now we have this alleged plot to kill Tucker Carlson before the Putin interview. And how would that have looked if that car had blown up? And the guy, the guy tells the story. He's on camera telling the story. I don't speak Russian. I don't speak Ukrainian. But there it is. And for the low, low price of $4,000, life is cheap in Putin's Russia. And life is cheap in Ukraine. But the U.S. government is in there up the yin-yang, and, and then this happens. Isn't that peculiar? I think that's kind of peculiar. I'm telling you. Yeah, and that's exactly right. Vince Colonnese says, if that story is true about trying to assassinate Tucker Carlson, those are American taxpayer dollars that Ukrainian intelligence was using to assassinate Tucker Carlson. And, and where's the CIA in all this? And if we had a news media, would be, they be calling public affairs at CIA to get a comment? Well, we don't have much of it. I covered the CIA for 10 years. And sometimes you get stuff, and sometimes you don't. You know, we're funding the entire government there, of course. And uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So who's behind this? Interesting. Interesting, eh? Yes, sir. That's a crazy one. Winsome Sears, the lieutenant governor. And you know what? Let's, uh, let's, uh, let's play Winsome Sears right now. She infuriated the Democrats um, because she referred to a transgender person, goes by the name of Danica Rome, who is the first transgender person to be elected to a state senate any, anywhere in the United States. And it's in Virginia. And our wonderful... I don't live in Virginia, but our wonderful um, uh, Lieutenant Governor Winsome Sears yesterday, in a little back and forth, referred to the transgender Danica Rome, who was born a boy, uh, grew up to be a man, and now says he's a woman, and uh, Winsome Sears called him sir, and this caused great upheaval. The senator may state it. Madam President, how many votes will be would it take uh, to pass this bill with the emergency clause? That would be four-fifths, Senator. And what would be the exact number for that, uh, Madam President? Yes, sir, that would be 32. That would be, yes, sir, that's it. That's the whole offense right there. Yes, sir, that would be 32. And Danica Rome stormed out of the Senate, stomping his heels. And, uh, you know, I'm, I'm sorry, you know, it's a man, man, honestly. Isn't that crazy? But with, uh, with Democrats, if, if you say, uh, having a discussion earlier today about Don Lemon getting $24.5 million, I, uh, I, I snapped my fingers in front of my face and said, hey, I'm a, I'm a gay black woman. Uh, who do I sue? I'm going to sue somebody. And Democrats think that this man, Danica Rome, can just say, I'm a woman. And they all angrily shout anybody down who says, it's a man, man. All right, drop trow. 
on the Senate floor there. Let's see which one you are. Because I want to know what to call you. I know how this works. My mother was a woman. My wife's a woman. Honestly, I, I know something about these matters. Why on earth did you hit that woman? Right, let me show you, baby. That ain't no woman. It's a man, man. Are you into weird, spooky, and strange history? Horrifying History tells you about the side of history that people don't normally talk about. We tell the tales of haunted places, infamous true crimes, unsolved mysteries, the paranormal, and then we look to history to see where the truth actually lies. Want to get spooky with us? Horrifying History, part of the Believe Network. Just search B-L-E-A-V on YouTube or wherever you listen. All right, uh, Democrats also sent a, a lunatic letter to the home of Donald Trump Jr., of Donald Trump Jr., uh, with a crazy letter and white powder, suspicious white powder in the envelope, which could be ricin or, uh, you know, a lot of different uh, toxins that could kill you. Donald Trump Jr. receives death threat and white powder in envelope, NBC fake news, at Florida home, and uh, they're happy about it, actually. A spokesman for the former president's son said the test results of the substance were inconclusive. I wonder if they were looking for maybe Hunter Biden's Florida home, but that authorities didn't believe it was deadly. They didn't believe it's inconclusive, but they don't believe the white powder is deadly. However, inside the envelope, there was also an unhinged letter, according to Mediate and our networks don't care. A hazmat team photographed at Donald Trump Jr.'s home on Monday after the former president's son was sent an unhinged letter containing a suspicious white powder. In photos sent to Mediaite from a spokesperson for Trump Jr., a hazmat team complete with gas masks, oxygen tanks, white suits, you know, it's uh, like, uh, you know, a chemical biological warfare scene, could be seen conducting tests at Trump's Florida residence. Other photos showed Palm Beach County fire rescue trucks and personnel outside the home. Now, the thing is, the letter is the craziest part. They're talking about Lee Harvey Oswald and, you know, who shot and killed John F. Kennedy, either that or the CIA. How many lives will be ruined before the psychopath Donald is silenced? Now talking about his father. Lee Harvey Oswald's grandson must complete his contract. This is what the letter said that was in there with the white powder. And the Daily Caller published the story, uh, talking about, obviously, Lee Harvey, who shot and killed John F. Kennedy, a communist lover, all that. I'm a patsy. And uh, the letter goes on. Jared, Ivana, and Barron have been silenced by sorry bastard Donald. And uh, it goes on and on with all kinds of crazy. Laura Yanaska surfaced as Donald Trump's latest whore, while gutless Eric is a weak bastard. I don't think they like him. Get up. 
Hey guys, welcome to the Candy Valentino Show. I'm Candy Valentino. I was a founder before I could legally order a drink. And for more than two and a half decades, I've built, scaled, acquired, and exited multiple businesses in diverse industries. Now my goal is to help you by sharing the knowledge that I've learned, the mistakes that I've made, and the wisdom that I've developed over my journey. Bi-weekly episodes every Monday and Thursday. The Candy Valentino Show, wherever you listen.